episode 199. My name is Dave, and I'm joined by Michael. Dave, that's really close to 200. I believe Randy just it popped is. up in the Twitch chat being like, four years and it was 200 episodes well, later. Today is November 1st, so oh, yeah. we are officially four years old today. Hey, look at us. I, I didn't buy you anything today. <laughs> what, what, what anniversary is that? Uh, well, you, you 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 recommended that humble bundle thing, so we'll just, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my gift is you bundle. spending money. Uh, what? It's fifteen dollars for like fifteen games. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 is the four year anniversary gift? Um, PS fives. Um. Oh, it's fruit or flowers. I'm fine. Oh jeez. Yeah. So like an, can you can you can you buy me like an edible arrangement? Like not and not not edibles. I mean, edib- uh, it's legal in Illinois. I don't know what the Detroit or it is Michigan, Michigan is. too. Yeah. yeah, isn't there like a stone thing that people do? I don't know. I don't stone know. or stone? Both. Yeah, uh, but apparently all you get is an apple, Dave. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that posts every Thursday, six a.m. Eastern time on podcast services, as well as apparently youtube music um somehow we're you, working on <laughs> on youtube for sure youtube music yeah apparently that's that's a little bit of a broken system yeah so we're working on some kinks on youtube if you subscribe to us on youtube or follow us on youtube youtube.com slash digital days gaming you can watch the show and i'm putting that in air quotes uh as a replay of the show because it just kind of takes our logo and puts it on the screen and it has our audio which is kind of nice for some maybe some people that tend to use YouTube in the background of their computers or or anything like that. As well as we do, we are live streaming the show on YouTube and Twitch now, which with, um, does get archived automatically. Yes. So you'll see double so, up on some episodes if you follow us on YouTube. Yep. Um, and it sounds like apparently, as Michael's done a little bit of digging, um, that Google Music is being retired eventually. Oh no, Google Podcast is being retired Google eventually Podcast. Okay. into YouTube Music and, sometime next year. Yeah, so there'll definitely be some changes as well as uploading 195 or whatever it is, 220 individual pieces of content to YouTube. Um, not uploading them individually, but tagging them correctly and making the things move into the right buckets is uh, proving to be a little bit more mundane than we expected. So. Yeah, I have my Saturday th- sorted now because I got organized episodes. So Yeah, <laughs> but... Um, so there are various ways that you can watch us now. There are various ways that you can listen to us. Um, in both of those, we would love for you to subscribe or follow or promote uh, any of those ways as we're trying to make ourselves as, as easily accessible as possible across across the internets. Um, so sharing the show with your friends, anybody else, we know that Twitch sometimes is blocked at certain areas and that YouTube is not because uh, YouTube is used as an educational format as well. So it, that uh, also helps with that. So you can uh, ideally share the show, tell your friends, you know, just to get some more listeners as we are getting ready to ramp into over 200 episodes as well as over four years old and going into 2024. There are multiple things that we have planned um, as well as trying to probably kick off our short form content again. Um, now that I think that there are more things as I'm getting more comfortable um, with plugins that it helps with that process. So, um, of making short form content. So we're all about, uh, getting out as much content as we can, as easily as possible, because <laughs> we both have jobs and lives mm-hmm. and we want to play video games. So, but we also love talking to each other as well as talking and interacting with you guys in the community. So with that in mind, everything is linked in the show notes, live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash digital games, uh, digital days games, 
Damn. Twitch.tv slash digital days gaming. You're gonna have to add YouTube.com slash digital days gaming. YouTube.com slash digital days gaming. We have a Facebook group, we have a Discord. Um, all of those things are linked in the show notes for you to check out. Um, as well as you if you subscribe and turn notifications on on either YouTube or Twitch when we do go live, it will let you know that we are live and you can come and hang out with us. So Anyway, um, we're going to get into the news. We have some good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got it. It moves on a scale. I threw some positive stuff in the middle of that, uh, or before it gets bad. But yeah, we're gonna go from good to to, to worse, uh, depending on how you see things. Uh, the first thing is uh, Xbox put out charts of how they're reorganizing their corporate uh, structure, which is surprisingly funny because uh, we got some predictions correct on how things would break out the last time we talked about like how the future is going to look for xbox after pete hines left um so um the first big news is uh matt booty will now see his role expanded to the role of game content studios president which now includes zenimax those zenimax will still operate as what they call a limited integration entity led by jamie uh letter now well, so basically it means that they're still going to let Bethesda kind of do its own thing, but they're kind of pulled in just a little bit more uh, than, you know, what they were previously. Uh, Sarah Bond has been promoted to the full president of Xbox. So now Sarah Bond is uh, in charge of everything from software to hardware to services and all that stuff, um, which probably makes her the most powerful woman in gaming now. Yeah, I was going to say, that's super cool that she's, yeah. that, the, that, that title that she has, that she's essentially the face of xbox behind spencer yeah like like phil spencer's it is is in charge of microsoft gaming i think it's technically yeah the term. he's ceo of microsoft it's, gaming but the face of yeah. xbox is now sarah bond which kind of makes sense she uh, joined in 2017 and has been kind of been put you know pushed up uh in terms of like being a presenter handling like their own like press conference sort of thing mm -hmm. uh so seeing this isn't too surprising uh it's i, I think it's generally a good mood be, uh, move because of what we've seen uh from her in the past uh bobby kotick is listed as the head of activision blizzard still uh, though we know when the deal closed that uh he's, interim yeah interim basically <laughs> until 2023 we don't have word on who's going to replace bobby kotick uh but chances are it might end up being matt booty since he's now kind of uh, right. in charge of everything uh though he'll probably have like an underling which probably be the head of blizzard if that person doesn't yeah. leave um and then everyone will still answer to phil spencer who will remain as microsoft gaming ceo uh but it just this now just kind of sets you know the lineup that we could probably see at like press conferences i don't think phil spencer is going away anytime soon in terms of being like the official face of xbox but definitely isn't going to be the one doing all the heavy lifting anymore in mm -hmm. terms of being that that front person uh and dave i mean this is just kind of like kind of what we expected um in terms of how things were going to shake out I yeah i mean they're essentially building a new flow chart with them with the acquisition the activision um blizzard merch or purchase yeah they're just making they're making a new flow chart and with more studios means more positions of people needing to oversee other things. So Phil can't do it all. I mean, and not that he, you know, was doing it all before, but they've they've rapidly grown since he took over um, as Microsoft president of gaming or whatever you want to call him. And and as as growth comes, new positions evolve, and that's this is this is how it is. So. 
Yeah, no, and they definitely are, you know, at least keeping everything within house in terms of like Xbox, uh, you know, outside of Bobby Kotick will be gone. Uh, and, yeah, and I, it is awesome to see the promotion from within, to see a company truly grow their, their people from within and, and, and build on the, they obviously these people have the same goals and desires and aspirations that Phil Spencer has for, in order for him to put them in positions of, you know, power, um, so I think that that's that's awesome. And instead of them trying to go in, and find that that diamond in the rough or that needle in the haystack of somebody that's going to come in there and, and fix them, they're they're committed to their plan. And there are people in place that are committed to Spencer's plan. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they, they 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 all seem like they're on the, the same page, which is something we can't say for, you know, PlayStation uh, in terms of where they're at right now. So, like, Xbox definitely sees, like, a path, and they're not trying to stray from that path by, like, changing things up. It, it, I do think there is going to be some interest and intrigue with what they do with Activision Blizzard, but I have a feeling it's going to be a boring answer. Uh, instead of hiring someone from the outside, they're just going to probably promote the Blizzard person who I am blanking on their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they will potentially bring that person probably up a little bit. Because Activision Blizzard, I think is bigger than bethesda kind of in terms of like at least in terms of how much money it brings in you probably need like a specific person to still handle that kind of like what pete hines was doing and who what jamie uh letter is going to do uh as well so there's there's uh changes happening over there but it's kind of just them staying on the same track uh we'll move on to the next story um remedy uh who recently released alan wake 2 to like crazy good critical reception yeah. uh they detailed uh the progress under various projects they're an independent studio but they still have investors uh so they uh revealed that there's going to be two alan wake dlc expansions happening next year uh, which is good to hear uh must mean they're pretty confident with sales uh to do the expansions um max Payne one and two remakes are entering production readiness stage so in between pre-production and actual production, it sounds like they're ready to go uh, full on for Max Payne, which kind of makes sense with Animal Awake being finished and only expansions being worked on. Uh, Control 2 is at a proof of concept stage. And then Condor, the co-op game, is also in the production readiness phase. So it sounds like they might be a two-game studio uh, and they're they're getting ready to go in there. Uh, I know some people are going to be kind of disappointed that Control 2 is still at a proof of concept stage knowing that came out in 2019 i think yeah i mean i know for the most part you copy and paste these notes um oh no they're they're actually my own notes but thanks so is there a different if there is there a difference between production readiness stage and production readiness phase Oh, no, there isn't. That's literally okay. because right. I write my own notes and don't pay attention. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I said I know some of these you copy and paste, but I know some of them yeah, no. you also type You why you interrupted me, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll fix that. Uh, but, yeah, Dave, um, we're always kind that's of like intrigued. like my bloodline right there, man. I have to read those <laughs> words. <laughs> you, somebody named Michael has taught me words matter. <laughs> sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. But stage and phase are pretty close. Uh, but, Dave, we're, we're always, like, intrigued by, like, the yeah. – like the pipeline for some of these studios and remedies kind of laying it yeah. out there of like, Hey, this is what you, you should expect from us. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Um, I think that it's also like what we've talked about though, is the concern of like, okay, that's, you know, what we're looking at right here is potentially six to nine years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like re- realistically. And, and then you start talking about too much, too fast, um, you know, 
could lead to issues like we'll talk about in the next couple stories yeah. like when you know like it's just kind of it's it's weird um we went through this years ago with platinum games like and we went through this with um uh warner brothers montreal and War- and, and rocksteady of like when you know too much batman trying to get too much built too fast um it's it's definitely a, a concern and and the first immediate concern is how long you know like how long is too long and how long is not enough between releases and sequels like if you know if it's max Payne one and two which i would assume would come as like a combo pack right yeah or like they're just going to do like an epic saga thing where it's just right like one but they would thing. still come out around the same time right i i would hope so the, especially the way yeah. they're specifically talking about it they don't seem to be talking about them as separate projects right and then led we're led to believe that condor is ahead of control two based on yeah where it's at where where it's at so now like if control two is at the end of the seven to nine year window seven to eight year window like we're talking about almost that's a pretty big gap between control one and control two you know yeah yeah and that would be something that you'd have to worry though remedy at least i i believe that's why they're kind of doing their own cinematic universe in terms of like all the games are in the same universe they might not like directly be connected but they at least keep something there some thread uh yeah. to to keep people interested in so you're gonna have to hope you know that people can wait i would probably say control two depending on not in the scale of max Payne one and two like at the earliest control two maybe five years down the line <laughs> like at yeah. the earliest well it, it's similar like the universe thing you're talking about similar to what we've been hearing about the last couple of weeks with spider-man 2 is that uh insomniac has essentially confirmed that wolverine is in the same universe yeah so I would not be surprised if there is a part of Wolverine that possibly takes place in New York City with the New York City that they use for Spider-Man. Yeah, and there's uh, other excitement, yes. spoilery things I could say yeah. about like <laughs> things that are connected to Spider-Man too. Uh, yep. That gives me like excitement and hope. But yeah, no, that, right. getting that confirmation from Insomniac, they're like, yeah, they're in the same universe is is kind of cool because we we know the rules of the Spider-Man two universe. You know, we know which characters exist in that universe, uh, yeah. or the spider, the insomniac Spider-Man universe. Right. Uh, we know certain characters exist based on like, they have apartments and houses in yeah. Spider-Man two. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, a, it's, but I, it, not that I don't want to go down the Spider-Man two bandwagon. I was just using it as an example of remedy, essentially saying that whatever happens in Condor probably will have some type of impact on control Two. Yeah, yeah, and I, I want to say, because there was another game that they were working on that wasn't really mentioned in their investor call that was, like, the multiplayer version of Control, uh, yeah. which I think might be Condor. Condor, awesome. um, uh, But there was another game that I they, they didn't mention, which means it probably could have been shelved because it was announced before they, uh, uh, like, announced the Max Payne deal. So there might have been a chance yeah. that they're like, hey, hey, we can't do all these games and max Payne is pump the brakes baby yeah (laughs) and max Payne is rockstar money uh that's in partnership with rockstar so uh i imagine they want to get it right for rockstar and rockstar is probably just like we'll throw some money at you and do what you can yeah uh so like max Payne, i believe there's easter eggs for max Payne in the alan wake series but because they don't own it they haven't fully brought it into the remedy verse but I I, lo- I love the roadmap though. I mean, because now it's there's no question what Remedy's doing. Yeah, and you can look at this easily and be like, okay, we're seeing Condor before we yeah. see Max Payne one and two, or right. we're seeing yeah. them around the same well, time. And 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 I, and I love the roadmap too because like we don't really know what like Ninja Theory's plan is after Hellblade two. 
Like we don't know what yeah. Naughty Dogs. We realistically, we outside of factions, or if it does or doesn't exist, we don't really know what Naughty Dogs working on. We have no idea what Sony Ben's doing. We have no idea what Sony Santa Monica is doing right now post God of War. So like in terms of like I understand that some of that's the allure and they don't know what they're doing yet or not. But I mean at least for the most part, like you we know what Remedy's doing. Yeah. Like and 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 it's not going to be left up to question. And when people are like, well, what happened to Remedy? Oh well, they you know Google. Oh they they just released Max Payne one and two. Oh okay so. Next thing we should hear about is Condor. And then after we hear about Condor, we should hear about Control 2. Yeah. And, and then hopefully, you know, within two or three years, they'll, they'll do this again. And mm-hmm. I think it's very important, especially for them to remain independent. You need to have roadmaps like this, not only for investors, but for your, your fan base. You know, there are people that are Remedy fans, uh, probably mm-hmm. first more than some of these games. Uh, and you want to keep them like supporting you know your current projects so they can see the next project so it's important for investors to give you money but also to make sure the players are still engaged in what you're producing uh so it, it it's it's very important they do this i hope more companies kind of do this especially independent companies we we see this all the time where independent companies will release a game it's like a relatively big hit and then they kind of go away for several years as they work on stuff mm-hmm. Uh, and especially if you're going for the scale, the size and scope yeah. that Remedy's doing, you you, you need yeah. to have roadmaps and stuff. Well, just from an independent standpoint of like a, of independent studios that I enjoy, like I really want to know what Drinkbox is doing right now. Yeah, you know, like you know, post Guacamelee, post Severed, post post Nobody Saves the World. Like they're a studio that they're they're in terms of indie studios, they're right on the the cusp of I'm gonna play whatever you make and release, um, just because of how much I've enjoyed their games already. Similar to I think that. Um, I can't think of the studio name right now, but Hades and Transistor and uh, Supermass, um, uh, not Supermassive, Supergiant, Supergiant, yeah, Supergiant games. Yeah, like you're probably at the point where, for the most part, whatever Supergiant releases, you're going to check out. Yeah, yeah, and it's important for those studios too because, like, you know, the the Drinkbox, you know, company and, and Supergiant, they're not quite household names to where we might forget about them kind of for like a year or two between mm-hmm. releases. Uh, and then, you know, they announce something we're like, Oh shit, I like Wakamele. I like nobody saves yeah. the world. Yep. And then you well, get they excited. Do it, they again. do it in their trailers. Yeah. They, they're like, it'll be whatever they show again. They'll be like from the makers of nobody saves the world. And I'll be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, but, it's, but <laughs> prior to that, you're not really thinking about them until that next trailer right. comes out. And then you get the, the flush of like nostalgia mm-hmm. of like, Oh, here, here's dot, dot emus kind of moving up there. If dot emu starts doing something again, I'd be yeah. like, oh, they, you know, Makers of Shredder's Revenge. Oh, okay, you have my attention. Like, let's see what this is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, yeah so. and so it's something I definitely would want uh, more companies to do. Uh, it makes sense why some of the smaller ones don't do this because you never know what your next project's going to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. if you're trying to do things the scope remedies doing that this is absolutely vital and it is appreciated as people that like to talk about video game news more than they play them uh all right this next update um was gonna catch some people off guard it's a gran turismo update we don't really talk about this but i thought it was kind of interesting just because you know we're always like wondering about like the gran turismo like player base and how well it's doing Mm -hmm. uh because you know we have some people in a community that that, like really enjoy it and they're like why don't you guys talk about this and we've just been kind of like um we don't play it and also we don't hear about people playing it too often but Gran Turismo 7 is getting a free update this week uh, that they're claiming is their biggest update, and it sounds pretty hefty. Uh, it's going to add a uh, four-player split-screen, uh, seven new cars. Uh, I should probably scratch that out. Uh, seven new cars, AI assistance, and quick race, and then a new snow track, uh, and the new snow track will work in VR because I forgot Gran Turismo was a VR game. Uh, 
yeah uh-huh. as well uh which it seems like more people were excited about racing in snow in vr which as someone who's in chicago i'm just like okay uh it's my drive to work yeah yeah that was yesterday uh, in chicago <laughs> yeah. on halloween <laughs> that was this morning yeah uh so gran turismo uh, 7 apparently saw a boost in the player base and in sales with the release of the gran turismo movie this past summer um, I believe some data, like we didn't get sales data, but player base data, I, it was like 13% increase in the player base in terms of like who's online. Cause I guess you can see that when you're playing, um, mm-hmm. they, it's all 13% increase in, uh, people playing the game when that movie came out. Uh, and then the last time PlayStation touted official numbers was back in November when it estimated that it sold over 6 million copies. Uh, so I would imagine the movie has definitely helped if they saw an increase in the, the player base at that time. Uh, and also, did the Blu-ray come out yet, or is it coming out? Um, I would have uh, to look. I think I think it's hitting some streaming services though. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I'm guessing it's going to be very healthy for Gran Turismo once it starts hitting uh, streaming services and once it's out on Blu-ray. Um, wow, wow. There's some theaters in Chicago that are still playing it, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Gran Turismo seems to be doing pretty healthy that they're able yeah, you to can buy it on Amazon Prime. Okay, so um, it's at the buy level, not the, the yeah, red level. Available 4K Ultra HD, a digital purchase for 25 bucks at Amazon Prime. Okay, so yeah, so it's not fully on uh, services yet. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Gran Turismo seems to be doing well. I like when I see games get big free content updates. It, I miss yeah. that. Uh, but it's good to see that. I saw a lot of people that I didn't know played Gran Turismo that were super excited for this content update. Yeah, I mean, I've heard really good reviews of the movie in terms of like just a movie itself. And then any marketing is good marketing. Any way to get the Gran Turismo name out there again in non-gamer eyes for people to or people that play games that, you know, maybe forgotten that Gran Turismo still existed as a franchise that's on, you know, because they stopped playing racing games years ago or whatever and they get exposed to it again. Like, that's great. Um, I kind of put, you know, Gran Turismo in the tier above the MLB The Show as just their consistent franchises that they release and and it does well. Every time we've been to an event that it's at, there's always a lot there's always a lot of interest around it. There's always big marketing around it, cars, full size cars, racing in a car, um, you know, playing the video game. So that there's definitely you can definitely tell that there's a good amount of money behind it. Um, you know, but it's just that, you know, I don't know. Like it's it's definitely it's it's I kind of equate it to a little bit of like football, soccer in in in, in the rest of the world. It's just bigger. Yeah. Um, r- racing is just bigger outside of the United States, outside of North America, um, than in North America. So. Yeah. I, it's it's one of those things where like I used to play Gran Turismo a lot, but I would always wait for it to hit like the greatest hits label uh, before I played it. Like I was never a day one Gran Turismo person. I usually waited till that ugly red box or that green box would come out uh, for Gran Turismo. <laughs> Uh, which made me think, like, did PS4 have a greatest hits? I think, yeah, PS4 Classics or something like that. Okay. I think it just had the red stripe on it. Okay, yeah, cause it, but it's not the full red box that the PS3 had. No, yeah. I just think it had the blue the blue box with the um, the red stripe directly underneath yeah, uh, it. I'm, like, making Dave Google stuff because I'm just like, was there a greatest hits uh, box art? Because I was like, I wonder what the PS5 one's going to be eventually when, when it when it happens. <laughs> um now now i'm looking as well like is it just uh, PlayStation oh yeah hits. it was called playstation hits. hits there we go it's a, yeah. it's still an ugly red box look at that well yeah i mean but it's the spine is blue 
okay yeah it's some of the box art when you look at google images it's like no this is a... well, i guess this yeah 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 i'm looking at google images too but yeah. for the most part I, I haven't seen the spine of it yet but like that uncharted with the the playstation hits resident evil yeah. the playstation hits yeah so i look forward to seeing what the ps5 greatest hits is going to be it's probably just gonna be a red label again uh but yeah that's um some positive playstation news um let's get into i guess negative playstation news it's kind of if you ask Bungie, this has nothing to do with PlayStation. Um, yeah. But uh, it looks like... Well, it doesn't look like. Uh, it's official Bungie has been hit with layoffs. I'm going to just go through the notes that I have, Dave, uh, and then we'll mm-hmm. go through this all over again. There's a lot of stuff that I have left off the notes because uh, there's just a ton of stuff coming out. Uh, but Bungie have laid off dozens of employees It reported uh, with reports saying it's over 100 employees. I believe I saw 8% the number floating Correct. around. Yeah. Uh, the news came after Bungie reportedly missed their yearly revenue go by over 45%, uh, which is a scary high number. Uh, the news of the layoffs took to the internet swiftly with employees from Bungie from various departments reporting their employee status. Uh, Bungie, uh, apparently reportedly, allegedly asked, uh, employees to not communicate about the layoffs in the company, like communication channels um, as a possible attempt to prevent people from finding out which departments were hit and how badly they were, which if that's true, that's impossible to, to, to manage. Like you can, you can go on a right. Slack channel and delete stuff, but for the most part, people will find out what departments were hit. Uh, though with work from home stuff, I wonder if it's just a little bit more difficult to figure that out. Especially when the laid off people at lost access to their stuff. Yeah. Before they were, before they were told they were laid off. It's basically people just going in departments being like, yeah, I'm the only one here or I only see three people still in this channel. Uh, the longtime Bungie composer was one of the people laid off. Um, basically just wiped Bungie from their profile and just switched it to gone fishing they'd Mm -hmm. been with bungie i think independently through most of the halo stuff and then were officially bungie's composer through all of destiny Mm -hmm. uh so technically very long time bungie employee um bungie followed this news internally by delaying the final shape dlc i think i got that right uh the final shape dlc uh from february 2024 to june 2024 and delaying marathon to 2025 uh, Bungie reiterated the layoffs were Bungie's decision and not Sony's after there was some confusion that Sony, you know, set aside a billion dollars to retain Bungie employees when they first acquired Bungie. Uh, Bungie it was reportedly uh, been stressing over the last couple months about Destiny 2's player base, which is apparently hitting all-time lows, and the DLC, uh, the final shape, having bad pre-order numbers so close to its original February release date. Dave, you are the the the, the resident bungee uh, expert. Yeah. Um, take us through your thoughts to this because I'm sure you had a lot of thoughts. Yeah. So a, a couple things that I'm still a little bit confused about. So like, let's just make a couple things clear. Like Bungie has Bungie themselves has not come out and publicly said that, that Marathon or Final Shape is delayed. They have not. They have yeah, not said it's that. Just, at all. internally delayed is yeah. what the, the, the stuff came uh, however jason schreier has said so and i think jason schreier is like 99 for 100 so yeah um, and uh some I, internal yeah. documents did leak along with it okay. so yeah um as well as i they bungie is being kind of ran through the the ringer right now um to but to be honest with you and most of you know this about me i i do a very very i feel i guess i do a very good job of separating 
business parts from entertainment parts. Uh, if you miss revenue by forty five fucking percent, um, it, it, heads are gonna roll. Like it's it's just it's, it's inevitable. Now, uh, who came up with the forty five? Who came up with the number that you hit forty five percent less of? Probably somebody that still has their job. Yeah. Um, and also that this is probably a number that you touted to Sony to get them to pay you all that money. Um, and so I'm going to get some of the negative out really quick of, of things that I, I, I'm, I'm personally a little annoyed about and then stuff I'm seeing. Um, they're building a massive expansion to their studio as well, which is costing millions of dollars. Um, yeah. And so the, the, these people that lost their job, like that sucks. Um, and, 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 and I want to preface all of this when I say this, that this, this sucks. Uh, anybody, one person, 100 people, 50 people losing their job, like it's awful. Um, however, if that guy, this is the part that I struggle with, and I and and I know when I say this, I sound like an arrogant like like person, and I and I sound awful when I say this, and I'll preface this. If the composer is done making music for Destiny, they don't need to keep him not doing anything. Well, and, and you know, like yeah, I'm sorry, like so. However far in development Final Shape is or isn't more than likely this guy's work is completed and we've always talked about this with with quality assurance or a project ending whatever direction they're taking destiny 2 and again it's most of the stuff's come out like destiny 3 is like not destiny 3 is not a thing they've never bungie has never said destiny 3 they've said that this is the end of the light and darkness saga their marketing their verbiage behind this is leading a lot of people to believe that destiny is ending and they're trying to then backtrack it that it's not they are ending seasonal content they're switching it to episodic content but i'm not as concerned about the delay because shadowkeep got delayed beyond light got delayed witch queen got delayed lightfall didn't get delayed and lightfall was trash um, which is now making and having an impact on pre-orders. Lightfall campaign is tr- was trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is now giving an impact on pre-orders for the final shape because the community and the players feel that they've been burned by the last expansion, which is also causing their their player base to dwindle right now. Even if I feel the seasonal content is the best that it's been, um, there there is a there is a massive problem of people like to get hooked by the expansions and by the story and by the campaign. And if it's not doing it, then they're not going to be pre-ordering the other stuff. I'm not concerned about the de- the delay. What what I'm concerned about is you're delaying your game for months and you laid off a ch- 8% of your workforce. That Those two things don't equate to me. Yeah, like, exactly. H- like how are you going to – how much money are you going to lose from the delay – uh, are you then is if the game's better? Are you gonna? I, do you think you're gonna pick all that money back up from the sales of making the final shape what it's supposed to be, of uh, of the amount of payroll that you laid off? And then to your point in this in this in your bullet points in here, what did you do with the retention money? Yeah, and there's a lot of controversy about the retention money. Um, is this reported that they're pulling stocks? Yes. Um, like if like and and that's normal. Like I mean, the business part of it, the people, the the nitty gritty corporate world that Bungie is that people don't like to hear is, oh, do I think that they purposely laid these people off on October thirtieth? I'm fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't think that was necessarily malicious. It might have been the end of a quarter, uh, like a Sony quarter where they're crunching numbers and Sony and or Bungie has their own numbers to crunch. Um. The rumors are that Sony is telling them is telling Bungie to delay the game until June, which is then puts it into the next physical year, which I think is March or April for Sony. And Sony's kind of just throwing up 2023 as a loss for games as a service, physical year 2023. Yeah. Um. So if you're led to believe that, 
however i'm at the point of where i've been dissecting this bungee acquisition for since it happened and everything has always been partnership and merger and acquisition yeah. not a purchase bungee stands on its own they make their own decisions they had a they little pie things. chart that or a low yeah. flow chart and bungee was yep. outside and, of that chart and they do their own things and it's led to believe that bungee is doing this and yeah you still have a business to run and when you're down 45 percent in revenue like you you have a problem and you know, and it's been it's been reported this week that Pete Parson came out and said like the right people are still playing are still in place for Destiny, uh, two in their future. And but this is not doom and gloom. This is not Destiny's died. Destiny's di- dying or Destiny might be dying, but Destiny is not dead and Destiny is not going anywhere because right now it's the only thing that makes money for Bungie. But but it is <laughs> one of those things where if they can't write the ship with the next DLC, I could see them being like. I disagree because I I, I if understand if your player what you're base saying. is still going. I think or but if if you're led to believe that what's what's came out today is that they they brought Tarkov players into Bungie to play Marathon. Mm-hmm. And they brought like 20 or 30 of them in to play Marathon on on a playtest, you know, an NDA thing and essentially at the end of that playtest they asked them if we were to release Marathon tomorrow, how many of you would play it? And none of them in the room raised their hands. None. Yeah. And this is Marathon is is an extraction shooter uh, uh, is believed to have been a battle royale that has turned to an extraction shooter as the market has changed while they've been making the game. And the reason why I say that I don't think Destiny could die, because if Marathon fails, then they have to go back to what has made them money for the last decade. Here's what I would say. Um, I, I think Destiny would change significantly in terms of like that's when they just emergency slap three on a box yes yeah if marathon in this in this project gummy bears Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is what it's called it's stupid if both of those don't do well um yes they will cut bait and make a destiny 3 yeah because that's the only way to bring the people that Um, you've lost from expansion expansion like an expansion is not going to save bungie at this point. correct well and i also think the final shape will and other content creators have said this i'm not sitting there taking claim of it and making a big thing or whatever i am in lockstep with what some of the other content creators are talking about this week with destiny is that final shape is probably the last named expansion that we see in the destiny 2 franchise they're going to pivot to these episodes and they're probably going to name these episodes and bring them out every four to six months in small bite size you know bigger than seasons but not quite as big as an expansion if that makes sense um pieces of content as they are running and and you know hoping to get the 20 dollars out of you every four to six months which i think they will only go down that path as far as like marathon can take them in terms of like their next game well it ultimately depends on whatever this third project is yeah like i'm not naive do i think that destiny 2 is going to exist in two more three more years not in the state that it's in right now. Yeah. No, because um, it, it, we're getting another new destination in the final shape, the the Pale Heart um, inside the Traveler. You sound like a Kingdom Hearts uh, fan right now with these, yeah. these names. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is that Bungie has came out years ago and said, like, hey, we can't keep making this bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's hard, and it doesn't fit, and it doesn't. it's hard to maintain, and it's hard to balance, and that's why they kind of vaulted some stuff away, which they got which got about a lot of negativity around them. What if them. that vault was made out of glass, and they can shatter it <laughs> at any time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they brought they pulled stuff back out yeah. of the vault, and, you know, they've, they've done, you know, a delicate job with it. Um, and if, you know... It, <sighs> 
I'm curious because I'm hearing stuff that like the, a lot of these people, when Parsons said this thing to them two or three weeks ago, that they were down in revenue and that everybody had to buckle down and do all this stuff, and and then for the layoffs to happen, um, or that the the people are like the the developers are telling the higher ups, the managers at Bungie of what they want to do in the game to help bring the players back, and they're being told no. Like, do I think that that's true, or do I think that's ill will? I I don't know. Like, and 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 that's the that's the problem. Like. Um, there's also the, the, the business manager part of me that says you don't need five community managers. Well, so those are the layoffs. <laughs> I hate to say it, but those are the ones that we kind of expected to happen when they were acquired. We saw this with Activision Blizzard. We yeah, saw these this. Aren't, these aren't this, this, they've reiterated that like Sony didn't tell them to cut their community. No, no, team. I know they're saying that, but Sony at a certain... didn't tell them to cut their publishing team. But from a business standpoint, you have a publisher in Sony, right? there with a period like, no and, why and, would you continue to sell public and, and i think those are the the type of layoffs that i think were always going to happen because i'm sure playstation yeah. offers their services to bungie of like hey we have a really good pr team if you want to borrow them you know uh or, or hr or recruiting yeah or, yeah, yeah. Know, like, and i guarantee bungie when you're down 45 fucking percent on your revenue goes are like maybe we do move some of these yeah. departments to internal because Sony. the list of what i saw was not developers it was not you know it was, it was varied that, but they did hit like yeah. qa i believe well, qa always gets yeah. hit which is just like the yep. most baffling thing uh but yeah uh, it was a lot of the community side but it's not creative director it's not it's not you know sandbox thing it's not server you know yeah. server stability the composer guys. is like was, the only one that like, yeah seem and but even I, then i just feel like that, you've got like at a certain point in time you've got 11 years of music how much new music do you need no you need new music every time dave like you you don't like music so like you don't care about that but you need good music but i will say that it is a luxury for a studio to have an in-house composer you might have yeah. a music person or an engineer in-house but to have someone dedicated to just composing and, and music he might be upset that he got laid off and i get it Rightfully maybe you so. had a job for for 10 years 11 years and you got laid off but it might have been one of those things where like hey uh in 18 months we might need you again but right now we gotta cut payroll because we're down 40 no and most likely the the you know the next destiny expansion that happens after yeah. the final shape they'll probably be like hey and we worked with this new contractor who is this famed composer we worked with for yeah. however many years uh so like i it sucks that like the thing that made bungie special is the fact that they did have an in-house composer that they did have like this mm -hmm. team that's been together for so long so seeing those pieces picked apart is what makes i think a lot of people angry about what's but happening I, I feel like some of those are luxury pieces though, no no they're 100 they like, but that they, they're realizing that they can't have the luxury of right which now. is crazy because they were just acquired by you know a company but that also just shows you the struggle of well you're also or or, or what's in the deal no like, no no and no, no, no and i think that's what happens is like playstation's like you are independent as long as you hit your goals you yep. know, and when they don't hit their goals, they have to do these moves to potentially hold off. Or they came and they came and knocked on the door. They came yeah. to their boss, to, to their money, to their owner, and said, "Hey, I need some help." Yeah, and they said, "Okay, open your books." Well, we don't want to. Well, I'm not going to help you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, open. Oh, uh, now they open the books. What the hell is that? Yeah, or like <laughs> we'll help you, but you need to get your head count under this. You know, like because that's yeah. brutal business shit uh, yeah. that happens with even any company you love does this. You know. Uh, I, I have a question, Dave, um, with destiny where it's at in terms of, you know, missing its revenue by 45%. That's not a good sign. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't care 
that Destiny yeah. 2's been out for how like yep. eight years or whatever. Um or how how long? Twenty seventeen? Yeah. Yeah. Three years, yeah. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, yeah, seven September seventeen seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Uh so Bungie, do you think there's panic with them in terms not panic, but you think there's a little bit of worry, which is why they wanted to tighten the ship where the person that acquired you, Jim Ryan, no longer is there. The person who acquired you for games as a service for your uh, monetization skills is no longer there that that play can play a part in terms of like let's tighten up the ship a little bit just so we can show the new overlords like i get i get what you're saying but i don't really know if they would make that decision in four or five weeks since we've heard about no no no, but you know this stuff is internally like known before i think that. It, it really it, it plays really a part depends on, i think right i well i just think it really depends on what's it what's what's in the deal like what mm-hmm. what they can or can't do because when it, monday morning like this whole narrative changed in the 48 hours like monday morning at like or eastern time new 11 o'clock 12 o'clock like as bungie was reporting to work pacific time um you know you started hearing these rumblings and you started seeing more and more and more and more and more and all the headlines were sony tells bungie to trim fat yeah. You know, Sony continues layoffs in their gaming in their gaming structure, and then throughout the day on Monday and the Tuesday morning, you were starting to find out a little bit more of like Sony didn't tell them to do anything, like yeah. So like this was Bungie. So and and I I honestly feel that Schreier would have told us if it was Sony. Yeah, like, he, he he wouldn't have you know, held and, that info back. Right. So and so like I really and this kind of goes into because I was having conversations with some people of like. I like I was still struggling with on Monday afternoon. Like, how can Sony tell Bungie what to do when you know Bungie produces Destiny Two? Bungie's producing Marathon. Like, because if Sony was producing Marathon, it wouldn't be on Xbox. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, like, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't. I, yeah, I, I, I know you and I are lockstep with this, and then we find out more and more and more that you know, and it's it's Wednesday night, and so it's only been like 48 hours plus, maybe 55, 60 hours since all yeah. this has really happened, and. You know, we they, and we talked about it before. Most of these people can't publicly say what what's really going on because they want another job in the game industry, or they 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 want to eventually return to Bungie in a year, or two years, or three years. Yeah, especially the people you know. that moved to Bellevue, I think, is where they're right. at. So yeah, like. so but it's 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 just like it it makes me want to see the deal even more because. Like yes, as an independent oddity, like this would have happened at Bungie, whether they were ind- whether they are independent or owned, and at the same time, like Bungie, I feel has enough pride and has had enough issues with Microsoft and Activision that they're going, you know what, we're gonna fix it ourselves. Like, yeah, this is like we're going to fix this. But but I what I mean about the Jim Ryan thing, uh, if they might feel even more so that they need to fix it themselves because potentially their biggest like cheerleader is no longer with the company. To where I just want to know where the money went. Like where the employee retention went, and so and, apparently, know, like... how the employee retention stuff worked is some money was put aside and given to all the employees, but then the rest of it was going to be spread out over the course of the next couple years through stock Sony stock, um, and that's where a lot of the controversy is coming from. Is basically they told people at Bungie, the longer you stay at Bungie post acquisition, the more money you'll get over time, and by firing those people that money now that would have went to those employees over the next like five, 10 years, however long it was, is just going to go into Bungie's war chest, yeah. um, which is unfair, but that's how shitty business is. Yeah, um, every comp, every corporation does the same thing. Yeah. Um, like, so, so Bungie's not alone in this. So it also, if you want to be full on devil's advocate, evil, you know, type of person, you can imagine that Bungie's like, we can get that retention money and put it in our war chest that would have went to the mm-hmm. hundred employees. Uh, 
to help us get through. That's not, but at the same time, that's not going to fix their forty five million. No, no, no it's not going to fix their thing, but it, it so. could balance a little bit because of what they need. Let's be honest. Let's be realistic. They're they're going to see a bigger revenue drop with a four month delay. Yeah, and, and that's the, the they thing. Can't, they they can't supplement another season. Yeah, like, like they, how do you they fill just that laid off hundred people? Yeah. Well, we, we've had it when we had the the the, the excuse me. How do you fill that when time Bungie, with less people? Right, Bungie delayed it, uh, Witch Queen, from November to February, and we had a seven and a half month season. And it was brutal. Mm-hmm. It was awful. And so the fully staffed Bungie. But Witch Queen was phenomenal. Yeah. And then twelve months later, you got Lightfall, which was not phenomenal. Whoop. And now you've got Final Shape, which is looking good, but people are feeling very burned by Lightfall. And you know, like it's it's this it's this give and take. There, there's no in between with Destiny and 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 their player base. It's either hot or it's cold, and it's cold, cold or it's hot, and hot. I, I think this kind of shows you like how independent Bungie actually is in terms of. You would imagine the only reason Marathon is delayed is because they're going to pull the people off Marathon to help with the content for Final Shape, just to get it through the door. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, they would have had to go to PlayStation. And go, hey, we're one of your marquee games for next year, and you don't really have a lot of marquee games lined up for next year. We need to push it a, a, another year. And PlayStation had to approve it. And if it was probably PlayStation's decision, they probably would have been like, fuck that Destiny DLC. <laughs> like, we need mm-hmm. Marathon. So PlayStation is showing confidence in Bungie to be like, you know what you're doing, so right. you can delay one of our marquee games marathon and now, now this could be a three-month delay for marathon though if marathon no was no but still like september it, october you know like getting it out of the holiday season still is bad yeah but you know i, I if, if it's led to believe that the you know like the tarkov i mean like i believe that the tarkov players because maybe that's the player base that they're going after if the rumors are true they had no destiny pvp players content creators brought in to play marathon they strictly brought tarkov streamers in um and I don't know enough about extraction shooters. I never played Tarkov. Um, it's popular you know, but, with a very niche audience, which is a baffling thing. I'm just like, do you want yeah. to spread that? But I to- just, I just don't know why you wouldn't bring, you know, like I, I and I guess I, like the, one of the guys I listened to on the way home from work today was like, you bring one of your top tier Destiny PvP players in to play Marathon, and he comes out and says, oh, you, you, you decided to shit on Destiny Two PvP to make that. Yeah. Like, you know, like to, to make marathon, like that's what you're doing and that's what this is what it plays like. So I think that the, you know, like that could be s- some bad things around it. Um, do you think it's like, what do you think there's any validity to them delaying it out of physical 2023? For, hold on. Uh, For Sony. Do you think Sony was telling them to delay it out of physical 2023 or Sony was okay with moving it to physical 24? Oh, of uh, uh, physical 24. Um... Final, final shape. I'm sorry. So final shape and marathon coming out in physical year 24. Um, I no, but that's the thing is like I I would imagine PlayStation really kind of doesn't give a shit about the Destiny stuff, so I think they're fine with whatever happens with Destiny. I think their discussion would but, have been marathon based. Yeah, but the conversation around it is like they 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 could have two gigantic expand either one one gigantic expansion and one marquee live service game release in the same year and talk about user base playing Sony games versus. You know, like, let's be real. Like, if, if Final Shape came out in February, you'd see a huge surge in February. And then by the end of March, it'd be done. Like, because that's how it works. Uh, other than your seasonal players, which are going to go, you're going to go right back down to your lo- your normal levels that you did, like, in August, September, and October, like we're in right now, although they're lower now than normal. Um, but, 
it, you know, like so by the time their new year started, I think they do April 1st, right? March 1st, April 1st? Something like that. It varies yeah. from company to company. I know usually June right, is like so- sometimes Sony, the beginning. I yeah. think Sony does like April or May. Yeah. So like, you know, then and then them saying, hey, our our games as a service player base in 2024 is this much higher than 2023 when you didn't release a games as a service. I mean, that could play a part in it. I also do really feel like uh, PlayStation views Destiny as like just some weird little thing that Bungie has at this point, especially if revenue's down 45%. Like, I would imagine. Yeah, but it's 100% of their revenue, though. Down, up or down. It's 100%. No, no, no. I know, revenue. which is why they're more interested in like getting Marathon right. Because mm-hmm. companies don't. Bun, Bungie sticking with Destiny this long is very admirable. <laughs> for a studio to be that dedicated to it regardless if it's 100% of the thing because companies just want to move on to the next big thing yeah but it, but they have nothing else right now but they could have had other things but they focused on yeah I, I, but I don't know if any of those other things like we've talked about it before like if they swung and missed they stopped playing if they stopped doing Destiny 2 after three years and tried to bring something out and it, and it, and it fell flat on his face like Bungie could have been gone I just I just kind of I, I just imagine PlayStation looks at destiny like a uh fucking olympic athlete with a cigarette addiction you know like they're like you know what they're almost perfect but they just smoke and and that's what destiny Mm -hmm. content is now for them uh so i would imagine any discussions with sony wasn't it was all marathon based uh and that could mean something else is lined up for PlayStation that they're comfortable with, like the big live service game being delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially when Jim Ryan was touting those numbers, if that's even the plan by PlayStation, we don't know if yeah. the live service stuff is even, there's been a lot of talk that it's not part of PlayStation's plans anymore now that Jim Ryan's gone. So it could have gone down to the point of like, oh, we don't care about having 12 live service games anymore. Just get Marathon right because we can't handle a miss. You know, like, you know, mm-hmm. we only have Spider-Man 2 for the next, like, six months to a year. So, please make sure Destiny, or not Destiny, a marathon is, is a hit. Uh, do you, so, this is, this, I'm kind of not fully serious with this question. Dave, if you're Naughty Dog, are you looking at that 45% revenue down and being like, huh, so you told us what to do with fucking factions? Like, no, do, do you think there's at least does. a part of that studio that's just like, we were listening to them? Out of frustration, not out of like hundred percent seriousness. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe out of frustration, but at the same time, like you, Naughty Dog hasn't been able to make a successful multiplayer game yet. No, no, I know, yeah, hundred percent. But like, so. I wonder if like because you know there was a lot of talk of like, hey, they're kind of like bringing Bungie to several different studios working on live service games. Like, I wonder if that may have stretched Bungie a little bit, uh, to, mm-hmm. because we don't know like the size and scope of like how those visits went and how much resources they ended up taking. But I wonder, because there are reports this week that a lot of people at PlayStation studios are very upset with the live service direction that was happening mm-hmm. over the last year or two. So I imagine if you're a PlayStation studio and you have an executive in your, you have an executive's ear, you're like, Hey, are you sure you still want to go down to live service game? Because the king of live service is struggling right now. Yeah, but I guess I'd, I would ask you a counter question of, like, did Sony go to Bungie to ask them to buy Firewalk Studios? Did Sony go to Bungie and say, show them what Haven's making and say, like, should we buy these people? Like, did Sony give, no, the, give but, the thumb? Did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's, it's, yeah, you, you, your creme de la creme purchase of Bungie for for the live service stuff that you, your, your intentions are, 
you're using them as a as an umbrella. You're using Bungie as an umbrella or as a safety net, letting them do their own thing, but still taking their numbers and putting them in your profile, which which is what was in, in was happening. And now those numbers are negative, and they're trying to say they're not their numbers. Yeah. Um, versus. You know, like whose fault is it going to be if Haven fails? Who or if Haven? Or whose well, fault I don't is think it it's going to be Firewalks game failed. Yeah. You know, like whose fault is it going to be if Factions gets canceled? Is it Bungie's fault? No, it, I wouldn't say it's their fault. I would say though, those studio acquisitions probably did also have in mind of like, cool, they have an idea for a multiplayer game, and we're picking up Bungie soon. Mm-hmm. So their their idea can be incubated through the you know the the monetization wizards from Bungie uh, and then they can have like some uh, synchronicity uh, through those partnerships. So I imagine they didn't ask Bungie, Hey, should we acquire these studios? They acquired those studios with the intention of having Bungie look at them. Yeah. I, I just, it's, 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 you just can't let stuff live in a vacuum. Is Insomniac a bad, is, is Insomniac a lower tier studio? Cause they release fuse. No, but you always bring up fuse. And I was like, Dave, that was like 10 years okay, ago. Is Sony Santa Monica worst studio because their sci-fi shooter got canceled. Yeah, which apparently might still be in the works because Corey Barrog's working on right. something. So no, is is Bend is Bend bad because they got declined for Days Gone too? Yes, uh, but yeah, no, but <laughs> you like, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you know. but but I I wonder if there's like a little bit of domino effect, especially when you're talking about like PlayStation Studios that were against being live service studios who were forced mm-hmm. to do live service games, mm-hmm. who are now like, do we really want to go down this path because? Yeah. I, I don't know. Are you going to question a Fortnite developer because Epic laid off a thousand people? I think you should, especially when they buy Bandcamp and a year later sell it at a loss because they're like, shit, we right. didn't know what we were buying. Yeah. Um, so like there, you can question those moves, yeah. especially or when in, like in, Embracer, like we've been talking about Embracer Group, like obviously they made catastrophic mistakes or or they were they were led to believe they were sold a bill of goods that wasn't there. Yeah. And and I think that part of this, do I think that this 45 percent deduction of revenue is true? Yes. Hundred percent. Do I think it was inflated to get Sony to buy them? A hundred percent. Potentially, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I would just so what's imagine the true you know, number. Like, if you're at the PlayStation Studios and you were like arms crossed, like I don't want to do this live service game. If you see Bungie strongly right now, you might say like, "Hey, it's not too early for us to pivot to the idea why yeah. I joined PlayStation Studios." You know, yeah, yeah. which is single player content. But at the same time, like I don't think that this means that Firewalk, or Haven, or or any like Concord needs to change course, or Haven needs to. change No, no, they course. they're fine. I'm talking yeah. about like the Naughty Dogs. I'm talking about yeah. like a Sucker Punch is apparently working on a multiplayer game. Like those studios that aren't traditionally multiplayer studios. But I think Sucker Punch wants to though. They were trying to with with Ghost of Tsushima. They flirted like, with think... the idea, but I think they always yeah. kind of wanted to do still some single player stuff. So the idea that they might have mm-hmm. pivoted to just a multiplayer game sounds a little like extreme for that and naughty dog yeah. having to like get a like naughty dog looks bad right now because of factions you know and, yeah. and i know that was before the bungee acquisition like they've been working well, on it it just sucks because like we really realistically we really shouldn't know about factions like like naughty dog and sony hasn't said the words factions publicly they just keep saying the continuation of last of us multiplayer or something, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What they yeah. call it yeah. yeah but we need we needed so, to give it a name you know so right uh no i i, I get it and you know like and and I, and like I said, I just, I just really, really want to see, want somebody to break this deal, like break this deal open and show me, like, because like we're still led to believe like NetEase is still invested in Bungie, yeah, which is the weirdest million thing. dollars, yeah. and this is their third project. So how can you have three company? How can you have Bungie, NetEase, and Sony all having a say at the table? Well, like, so, like, so what I would say, like, so for an example, um, Insomniac is apparently working on 
Wolverine and a multiplayer game. Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2 single player game just released fast selling PlayStation yeah. Studios game of all time. If you're at PlayStation or you're at Insomniac, do you go let's make Spider-Man 3 next after Wolverine? Let's not make multiplayer game. Like like let's mm-hmm. not even waste resources on trying something yeah. new since our last multiplayer game was Fuse. You, you know like you know, if you want to go down, I, the I think that we'll hole. find out. I think we'll truly find out how much financial trouble Bungie is in is if, to your point, they pivot a completely different direction. If all of a sudden, like we talked about when they first bought them, all of a sudden they announce some like we t- like, like we said before, some 10 or 12 hour campaign that tells a different lore story in the Destiny world. Yeah. If they start spinning off and making single player the League of Legends, co-op. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> you know, like if that, if that starts happening where they're trying to make a Miles Morales or Lost Legacy like game and get it out in 18 months or something like that. And it's a Cade you know, six like a, romance. Yeah, and some, let's go. <laughs> so, you know, like I think that that's where you'll start seeing some interesting stuff. Or if you see something exclusive to sony come from bungie yeah yeah like or that's where next that's where it'll get playstation weird. showcase they put a big three on the screen that <laughs> says destiny three <laughs> then it's like ah shit they did it yeah, so. uh but that's all i have for news you want to hit what's delayed uh, you have final shape and marathon written yeah. on here so i i mean bungie does their like their this week at bungie or whatever on thursdays uh that's when i ex- would expect them to say something i don't know I, their patch notes were hella delayed so usually their patch notes are right out of release and don't let go of the person you know, like, that has to hit publish on that yeah i i mean i it's 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 just like i said it's it's bad when any time anytime somebody loses their job but i i just worry that they grew too fast too quick yeah you know so, um, all right. And then what we're playing and watching. So, um, for me, uh, lions around Monday night this week, I watched them. I was working on, on Sunday. Uh, I ended up playing some of my last little bit of softball, like a charity, like food drive, uh, tournament on Saturday, which was taking up the majority of the day. I did get a little bit more time with Spider-Man. Um, not as much as I want. Um, however, I do have some time off this week. Uh, so hopefully get a little bit farther in that. I'm, I just need to, um you know buckle down i think i'm maybe six hours in at the most mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i just it it's just it has nothing I mean, i'm having a great time with what i'm playing it's just a matter of sitting down and playing it in, in, a, in a long enough session or or short bursts of time and i just haven't had a chance to do it <gasps> excuse me um and uh we also have that league of legends game um yeah. it's coming that, that came out that um i'm gonna try to squeeze some time in with that i can't think of the name of it right now it's on my head um but it's a continuation of the other one concord concordia convergence convergence that sounds right yeah um so there is definitely there's definitely a lot to play and there's been a ton of conversation this this last couple of months around like we're like you're talking about you know, similar to the de- to, to the to the Destiny player base decreasing, but we've gone from a you know like a Diablo or a, a Tears of the Kingdom to Diablo to Baldur Gates three to Spider Man two transition over the last six or seven months, which is definitely affecting games like Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're coming out of like what people are arguing is like uh, you know they're comparing twenty twenty three to like twenty thirteen and twenty eighteen and 
um, to, uh, 2011 or nine, I think, um, in terms of like greatest years of gaming, and 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 it's on the the heels of like just awful layoffs all over the yeah, gaming it's industry. Yeah, it's a very crazy. <laughs> it's like one of the better years for for video game releases, but one of the worst years for the video game industry. It's, yeah. It's so what is 2025, 2026 going to look like when you don't have any of these people making games? Like, You're gonna have a lot of <laughs> fucking great indie games. Like probably yeah. like so we're gonna you know and it's just it's just so you know so weird right now like I was having this conversation with one of my coworkers about he's trying to find you know games that he wants to play and I'm getting to the point now where I'm kind of asking him like hey, like we like like we just talked about like have you played Guacamelee have you played Nobody Saves the World have you played Hades have you played Transistor those are great games that you can get done in eight or ten hours I think this this Assassin's Creed Odyssey style or Valhalla games are just wearing on people like no, dramatically I think they are. wearing yeah. on and people. I think the live service games are kind of hitting their th- their mark too. Yeah terms of like oh let me grind out this battle pass the next 30 days like people i think mm-hmm. are kind of tired of i don't that even too. care about that when i play destiny now for the most part it's just hanging out with three to six of my of my buddies doing something in the game and i think this this season is supposed to end in uh, five weeks and i'm at like level 71 and i'm just like okay if it happens it happens if it doesn't yeah those last 10 levels i don't need those little material things i have enough of them yeah. you know it's like so it's just it, everything's in this weird spot. Like you know, like even you as a player, like you're not grinding Overwatch every other day or every three I haven't or four played days Overwatch anymore, in like, like six to. months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't played so, any multiplayer I mean, game. Uh, yeah, in a while. And I, at this point in time, I don't even. I mean, yes, Destiny is a multiplayer game, but Destiny's like I've always talked about. Destiny's like my night, my poker night. Yeah. You know, I just I hang out with five or six of my buddies for two or three hours, and that's really all I play. I raid once a week on Destiny. And and I mess around with it like if I have like an an hour to spare or if I get my lazy butt up you know lazy butt up out of bed and I get tired of watching Sports Center at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's you know that's kind of what it's what it's turned into for me. So, um, but yeah, still kind of going through burn notice uh, with Ange. Like we're I think on season four, like halfway through season four or something like that. So I think I started to see where the um where like USA Network decided that like hey we're gonna keep the show and I saw the quality of the, or 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 this is where that digital film transition happened in like 2013 2014 yeah yeah you know like stuff looks a lot better in the movie in the show now <laughs> so, but yeah that's you know same, same thing like 45 minutes while we're eating dinner like burn notices on and then i end up you know watching football or something like that so um but yeah like even like you know half joking half serious like you know you literally sent me that humble bundle like here fill, fill your rog up you'll be good yeah yeah as soon as i saw it, i'm like he probably already has gotham knights but he doesn't have all these other games yeah at least not on pc yeah so. exactly yeah. uh for me uh so i platinum spider-man 2 uh it took me about like 30 hours uh Spider-Man 2, like, I, I, I want to say, like, story-wise, I think the game is damn near perfect. I did have some bugs, mess up some boss battles, mm-hmm. which were kind of annoying. Um, with the story being, like, damn near perfect for me, I still would say I probably like the first one better just because it was the first one, which I know is, like, a, like... Yeah. I feel like it's a weird statement to say, but I think most people would agree, like, you know, that that first time you play a game or you're introduced to... Especially, there hasn't been, been a really good Spider-Man game in forever. Uh, so, yeah. like uh why i like gameplay wise you know it's a more more variety more diverse uh gameplay style there's a lot more features in it uh i i think i liked the the first one just a little bit more but i'm talking about like the first one i gave a 10 out of 10 this one again i it's like 9.5 out of 10 is it in your top three for game of the year this year it is probably my game of the year as of right now um and i don't think there's many games I haven't played yet that could top this. Um, 
unless you count me watching Baldur's Gate 3, but like I'm not going to count Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> um so like it's it's fantastic. Um the the unlocks and stuff were really cool. I I, I still think they did Miles dirty and it seems like the internet agrees with me with uh, finals uh, his final suit because you know they always like there's always a new suit uh, towards the end game. Uh but for the most part I loved it. I can't wait to talk spoilers uh with either you dave or if you're not able to yeah, finish it uh, I'll, get, I'll get on it yeah I promise. uh just so i can just dive into some of that story stuff especially i would love to hear your input as someone who doesn't know the lore that deeply uh to see yeah. what you thought about it as opposed to me who you know it's insomniac's lore like it, it's yeah. insomniac made their own lore and their own story uh so like i like what insomniac did uh, but I would like to hear someone's perspective who doesn't have that background of like what they changed or not. Yeah, uh, I know you told me. I know you told me it's coming, and I'm close. But I just need that. I need that point. I need that story plot point that 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 grabs me and 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 holds on to me. And I just haven't got there yet. It's happened with Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, both Horizons that happened where I'm like, holy crap! Like this is great. It never. I it, it it had not happened with Ragnarok, and I haven't gone back yet. And I don't know what I did or didn't do. Or did, did, didn't get to yet, but I'm, you know, I will get to it with Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. As someone who didn't finish Ragnarok, who just hit a point where, like, I'm done with this game, like Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. once it hits a certain point, you're like, I'm finishing this game tonight, sort yeah. of thing. Uh, especially if you're not obsessed with, like, trophies. I got obsessed with trophies, so I kind of dragged it along, like, literally. Yeah, but I feel like if, if I want to, I can double back. Like, oh, I've no, you, you 100% right. can, yeah. like, double back, but it was yeah. just funny, though, because the last mission... I knew I where really go over here and make sure that she's safe. No, basically you know? that's how it was where it's like yeah. literally the last mission was like this, you know, there's like a point where if I get within a certain radius, I'm going to trigger that final battle or cutscene, And I was just trying to buy whatever time I could to just avoid doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just having a character just be like, Oh man, I really should figure out what's going on. And it's just like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Like we're, 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 mm-hmm. we're going to go stop this petty criminal. Like we're, we're not, we're not going to stop the, the evil uh other than that um went over to a friend's house played some fighting games uh dragon balls uh dragon ball fighters z or whatever it's called and so caliber six so played like probably like five hours of fighting games passing a controller between like four or five people uh which is really good because i don't play fighters that often kind of made me want to pick up some more fighters so i might pick up like ultimate marvel versus capcom uh three on the uh ps4 Uh, because i had that on ps3 but not on ps4 uh, so did that for a couple hours. Uh, me and Sarah have been watching horror movies because we're in uh, Halloween season. I dropped something. Uh, and saw the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Streamed it, thank God, because TikTok made it sound like it was a nightmare to see in theaters because kids are in TikTok phase now and just mm-hmm. want to shout memes at the screen. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, uh, it was okay. It's a PG-13 horror movie. You can tell it was made for kids. So it was fine for what it was, but we watched like a whole bunch of other horror movies last uh, couple days. So a lot, a lot of oh, yeah. random and, stuff. Yeah, I had trick-or-treating in the snow in there too, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that just made like uh, not doing anything so much easier on Halloween, yeah. <laughs> uh, just seeing all the snow. Uh, but yeah, just a bunch of random horror movies, a lot of Spider-Man 2 Though I I'm I kind of have this point now after I beat Spider Man two like I haven't touched a game controller outside of playing fighting games with friends uh, mm-hmm. like I finished Spider Man two Friday played some fighting games with some friends Friday but I haven't touched a, a video game controller since since Friday basically yeah. uh, well I mean when you go through what uh, thirty hours of gameplay and 
whatever today is the november for in, in 11 days <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, so like i'm hoping like i can uh find something i i probably will be picking up assassin's creed uh just because i I, yeah. I i'm i should be into that uh based on everything and yeah. i want to pick up alan wake 2 but i want to replay alan wake 1 uh but i just don't know if that would burn me out i don't want to uh right. horizon myself like you did dave yeah. uh so uh I, there's more games that i still want to try especially as i like to put together my game of the year list uh for me mm-hmm. uh but that is it all right so no questions from the community um again we don't always have to ask for them if you come up with something you hear say something you think we say something stupid like let us know and we'll talk about it we'll have a discussion around it uh i'd really be curious about what people think of my thoughts on what's going on at bungie uh or as well as michael's thoughts on mine is is destiny not you know the the creme to the creme that it what that that it used to be and should Bungie like fully move on from it yes um you know i would love to hear what what you guys you know what you, what you guys think and you know again like anybody losing their job is terrible you know but i don't want anybody to think that like i hope that those you know those people can find things that that you know fit them to fit their, their their talents and their abilities and their ability to support their family and themselves um i never want to hear and see or see anybody do that um I saw a lot of my friends go through that the last six months, and it, it it hurt me enough as it was. And these people, I don't even know, but they they work on a project that I that I that I do have a passion for and do care about. So I am, you know, I do care about their their well being and their jobs. And there are people that I know that work for that studio or that worked for that studio. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's 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 just not a great day in any game industry studio that loses people ever. Um. But I also just preface it with a small thing: is I don't think unionization can fix this. Uh, it can save some of the things yeah Uh, it can save the exit strategies for how laying people off works right um but it it won't prevent layoffs from happening but it will at least prevent how people are split yeah so but yes we would love to hear your thoughts on any of those things and and other other events that are going on in the gaming world you can send them to us on twitter at digital days pod you can send them to michael at the first mjc you can send them to myself at good dave hunt um you can you know join our facebook group you can join our discord server we can have conversations around that uh we have a patreon all that stuff is linked in the show notes you guys can check all that stuff out there join the community join the conversations um you know pitch games to me that i should play or that i could play with you guys because i if i'm not going to keep playing destiny <laughs> i don't know if i am or not and we'll see we'll see what's going on with that um for the record i'm i have not pre-ordered final shape either because i usually lately don't pre-order stuff until 48 hours before it comes out did the same thing with spider-man <laughs> especially <laughs> expansions i just don't see the benefit in pre-ordering yeah. expansions so but uh yeah i would love to hear everybody's thoughts about you know what, where we're at in the gaming world so um you know I, I hope everyone had a great halloween if you celebrated it or had kids and you know hopefully you were warmer than i was um but you can uh you know you can check us out and you know join our communities click the links in the show notes and i hope everyone has a great week keep moving forward don't be a dick see you